0: as alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. We are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM. Streaming live at WCEV1450.com Now if you're just tuning in we advise you I'm going to let you know that you can always keep up with us by following and liking our pages on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That is at Radio Islam USA. What else do I want to tell you before we get back into uh, our conversation? Oh, if you missed the first half, you can catch that wherever you get your podcast. All right. And you'll find us at Radio Islam USA. Okay. Enough of all of that. Um, We have joining us in studio now. We're going to, we're switching gears. We have Dr. Madiha Saeed. She is a board certified integrative holistic family physician and Health Coach 2000s, who has a really inspiring um, story and pathway to uh, to where she is today. Uh, I actually signed up for the, there's a free book you can get. I'm just going to let this out the bag right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let
0: out the bag. If you go to holisticmommd.com, right, and just sign up, and you'll get an email, you get the book, uh, but we have her in studio with us. Assalamualaikum.
2: barakatuh. Yes. It's a pleasure. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I, I got the I got the link and I, I looked and I started thinking like, man, okay, I, I feel in, I feel inflated, you know. I, I feel I feel a little stiff, right? Yeah. Um. I'm 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 health conscious. I, I well conscious in my mind, not always in body, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, t- tell us tell us a, a bit of about your story. What has led you to where you are today?
2: Well, I have been born and bred in Naperville, Illinois. Mm -hmm. So I've been in the Midwest almost all my life. Uh, Went to South Bend, Indiana for residency. I'm a board-certified family physician. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And, but being born and brought up here, I had multiple of the same bad habits that have led most of half adults down the road to chronic disease. I myself dealt with you know, lupus and Hashimoto's and um, other autoimmunities like severe dermatitis and then e- eczema, severe digestive complaints. So all of these problems where well, they all sort of came to a head in residency
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, because I was a new mom, a new wife, a new resident. My husband, wa- you know, I was also working 80 hour work weeks and so how, all... T- how
0: are you here? <laughs> <How? Okay. laughs>
2: goodness so that's where <laughs> no that's where when it really came to head and i was sick and tired of being sick and tired mm-hmm. i felt like i was trapped in this body that really didn't work mm-hmm. and um despite being a physician despite uh, my parents actually sacrificed everything for us to become doctors me and my four siblings my i'm a uh, family Beautiful. physician my my brother is an interventional cardiologist my sister's a pediatric icu physician i have You know, another, the youngest is also in medical school. I have have every specialty in my family. So
0: nobody's sick.
2: No, No. (laughs) see, now that's what we need to talk about now. (laughs) Because I, despite being a physician, I was, you know, sick. Yeah. Because I really didn't know how to deal with the underlying root cause of my sickness. Um, All we are really taught in medicine is here's a problem, here's a pill. Right. Not really looking at. Even though doctors know that the underlying root cause of chronic disease is due to inflammation, right. you know, if you have a sinus issues, they give you, you know, and you know, it's anti-inflammatory. You know, if you have allergies, they give you an antihistamine, anti-inflammatory. If you have eczema, they give, they give you an anti-inflammatory. So all we doctors know that this is the underlying root cause of your condition. But as doctors, we are not taught to really address why are you having the symptoms, just sort of sort of band-aid it. Which is, you know, conventional medicine is great and amazing for acute conditions and it's great for, you know, putting the fire out. But that long-term um, relief of chronic disease, that's where um, is that, is that complicated. a complicated. Is
0: that a mark of, of allopathic medicine in comparison to homeopathic?
2: So holistic means, so I'm a holistic physician, which means... That I look at the underlying root cause of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Use conventional medicine in sure. conjunction as an, and then use holistic medicine as an adjunct to your conventional care, okay. which is specifically like lifestyle, nutrition, um, putting the body, putting your um, body back into balance. Okay. Because um, lowering in the overall inflammation. Because right now all these symptoms are sort of the symptoms of inflammation. Mm. You know. So if you have depression, inflammation. If you have Arthritis, inflammation. If you have autoimmune disease, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, bipolar, autism, allergies, constipation, IBS, thyroid issues. You can like, the list goes, all of it, that's inflammation. You know, so all of these conditions are, the underlying root cause is inflammation. And so holistically, um, I try to put the body back into balance by lowering inflammation, which is literally means fire inside. And by just putting your body back into balance, by optimizing your social health, your spiritual health, your sleep, your stress, um, your digestive health, nutrition... And uh, detoxification. Just by putting all those things in balance, you can lower inflammation and heal not one symptom, but then all of them simultaneously. And so this is what I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was, uh, you know, in residency, going to doctor to doctor. Mm-hmm. Every corner I turned, I felt like I had another condition. I wanted to know what I could do to get back in charge of my own health. Right. So that's when I really discovered the why of what I was sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, that was um, once I was able to, you know my nutrition and all these things would put my body back into balance it helped um, I I no longer suffer from from any of these chronic conditions and I've been practicing for nine years and I have a hundred percent successor in healing chronic illness with lifestyle
0: Holistic.
2: holistically just actually once you get to the underlying root cause yeah. you can heal it and this is what so subhanallah is It's exactly what Allah has told us all along because Allah has told us that he hasn't developed a disease without a cure That's besides right. for aging mm-hmm. and so um, you know especially when we talk about just eating in and of itself mm-hmm. um, Surah Baqarah ayah number 168 Allah says O mankind eat a wish that is halal and tayyib yeah. And do not follow footsteps of shaitan. Right. So we're focusing on the halal piece, but we are not focusing on the tayyib uh, piece, yeah. which is tayyib is pure, good, pleasant, peaceful, something that's nutritious. Mm-hmm. So technically, is all these artificial foods that we're pumping through our system and our veins.
1: Yeah.
2: Technically, that's not tayyib. Mm-hmm. And this is where SubhanAllah in the Quran Allah has told us that whatever good comes from Allah and whatever bad comes from, from our own selves. And now science is proving that our genetics, our genes, turn those genes on. You can turn our genes on and off just by our environment. So there's a, that's a called science called epigenetics. So it is crazy, subhanAllah, if we just put the body back into balance, right. and that's what I did to myself to put myself in this That's what I do for all my patients. How and long then did that I, take you? That took me about four years, but I had to learn it and research it. But my patients, because I'm able to... I uh, teach them right away. Now right. that I've been through there and done that, mm-hmm. I can then teach this to my patients. My fa- my children teach this to everybody else. I have to my children are 10, 7, 4, 5, and 2. Um, and plus on top of that, um, I am currently the only Muslim woman that I know that has traditionally published in the medical field. So I, after I was able to heal myself, then I Um, wrote a book that you can find in all libraries it's called The Holistic Rx Your Guide to Healing Chronic Inflammation and Disease looking at all of the studies that back all this up but that's what so subhanAllah first I study the science Mm -hmm. and then when I put it together what Allah has told us really is just by living a pure lifestyle Mm -hmm. that you are then able to heal and reverse chronic disease and I can talk about that in detail
0: so you did something quite remarkable time wise number one right (laughs) so you were a resident and then you go on this journey, and you said it took took you about four years.
2: Well, because right after, because you have to learn it.
0: That's like another residency.
2: Basically, well, yes, because I had to learn all this. I was very blessed that despite all of us being physicians, Mm -hmm. uh, we are not taught a single class of nutrition. Doctors are not taught a single class of nutrition in residency. And uh, me and my husband, my husband's my sugar daddy, so he he, 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 he he makes the money while I... So he has to see 28 patients in his day for our paycheck, not to go half. So he does that. That's why doctors, if we really dove into that, we, that we wouldn't be able to see that many patients. So we are not taught the nutrition. So when I, right after residency, I joined this medical practice where under one roof, there was me and OBGYN and internists and exercise physiologists, nutritionists and chiropractor, massage therapy, all under one roof, right. brought together for the complete healing of the whole person.
1: Hmm. So
2: you have board certified physicians along with this, something that I'm not used to, I wasn't used to. All I was taught in medicine was here's a problem, here's a pill which is great for some conditions but when it comes to chronic conditions you really got to get to the underlying root cause and lowering that then then give you optimal health
0: now uh, give us some of the, some of the details that uh, how, how did you build this all up and and how do you uh, how do you size up how do you evaluate your your uh, your clients yes yeah.
2: absolutely so um, I have my own practice, mm-hmm. and um, on social media you can find me on holisticmommd.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, but the specifically, when I have in my own clinic,
1: sure.
2: I, have, I see patients, my first patient appointment is an hour apiece, okay. which is very different from <laughs> anybody else. Because I really want to put everything down. I want to know everything about you. I want to know every single weird symptom that you have. And I'm usually the doctor of last resort. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yes, because who wants to change the diet? It's easier oh, yeah. to take a pill. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> who true. Who
2: wants to take it? Plus, plus, because we are not taught that that's even useful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the, being the doctor of last resort. Um, they come to me with probably like forty complaints, mm. <laughs> and um, when they do that, then I really talk to them, help them figure out where their individual deficiencies may be. Right. Talk to them about how all of these chronic conditions are due to inflammation, which is basically their body being off balance mm-hmm. So by putting themselves back into balance by fixing all of these different pieces and in my book I call it the uh, digestive health and detoxification and the four S is stress sleep social and spiritual health So for we'll start off with every single solitary one of my patients. I start off with the spiritual health okay. and uh, that spiritual health Subhanallah, 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 I can't say that enough. <laughs> is that uh, you can literally, there's science where so you can turn genes on and off just by our environment. I mean, and just by, just by being grateful. There's been studies where your heart rate variability, you can like, if, it, if you're frustrated, it's all over the charts. But if you're in a state of appreciation, it's like a nice sine wave. That You can lower inflammation just by being grateful. Surah Ibrahim, Ayah number seven. Allah uses the strongest language in the Quran. He says, "I swear to it! I swear to it! I swear to it! I promise, I'm going to increase you if you increase you if you are just a little grateful." Mm. So it's not us do, it's not me doing the healing. It's Allah doing the healing. But because all the science is backed up to I, every single cell I train my patience. no matter what you what you're doing, what faith you are, if you're an atheist, I have you start with gratitude. Because that really, you know, getting off on the right side of the bed. Sure,
1: sure.
2: (laughs) So immediately when you wake up in the morning, you say 10 things that you're thankful for. The next piece of the puzzle is we talk about making sure love heals. Mm -hmm. So keeping yourself surrounded with love. Making sure that we have, um, you know, sleeping properly. Because when you sleep, you detox, you, you know, uh, make hormones, you lower inflammatory markers, you know, all that fun stuff. So you need to sleep. Stress leads to 80% of the complaints that come to primary care physicians are due to stress. So just by (laughs) incorporating a stress management technique into your daily routine, either meditation, yoga, you know, any of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing yoga now too.
2: Yeah, so that really, really helps. And that keeps 80% of the complaints that come to primary care physicians away. (laughs) And guess doctors are not taught stress management. I wish we were because then I wouldn't have developed shingles in residency, so <laughs> it was just, wow. it's crazy. So then the next piece is the digestive health and detoxification. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, so the difference between somebody with a problem and somebody without a problem. If we say the same anatomy books and we say the same physiology books, if we're all the exact same on the inside, it's our environment that makes the difference. And the biggest connection between our insides and our outsides is through our mouth, right?
1: Yeah, true. true
2: and true. so um, and this is what so subhanAllah Allah says the worst vessel you can fill is your stomach mm-hmm. prophet Muhammad said, in yeah, hadith yeah. the worst worst vessel you can fill is your stomach there's hadith where if your gut is diseased your body is diseased and if your gut is healthy your body is healthy so I mean I'm paraphrasing that one yeah, but yeah. like these are serious why why did Allah say that the worst vessel you can fill is your stomach I mean, there's plenty of different places that you'd think that would be yeah. worse to fill than your stomach. But the thing is, 70 to 80% of your immune system lies in the gut. 100 trillion bacteria lie in the gut lining. That, with that, sim- and that, those bacteria are known as your microbiome.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the health of you depends on the health of those, that microbiome. So if we eat bad food, like toxins like all these artificial things Mm -hmm. like Allah told us to eat pure so all these impurities that we are constantly putting through our veins are actually killing off the bad bugs getting I mean they're killing off the good bugs getting replaced by bad bugs throwing that balance of the microbiome off Mm The microbiome is responsible for digestion, metabolism, making neurotransmitters. It makes ninety percent of your serotonin, fifty percent of your dopamine. It's responsible for your changing your genes. So if you have more bad bugs, they ain't doing their job well.
0: I know the dopamine. That's that's, that's released after yeah. exercise. Yeah,
2: right? a feel-good hormone. Yeah. That's a feel-good hormone.
0: I got a feeling that I may be, uh, <laughs> after we finish talking, I'm, I might be a vegan or, uh, or no, something. No, we'll be talking that.
2: Well, I'm going to get there. I'm <laughs> going to get there. Totally no, get there. Not, I'm no, I'm not going
1: vegan again. <laughs> no, no. no,
2: not vegan yet. No, no, no that's no. not But we're going to tell you what you need to do to help heal that. Yeah. But it's really just the first step is to get those toxins out of there because, when your gut is inflamed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: when you have more bad bugs than good bugs, things get through that should not be getting through. 70 to 80% of your immune system goes and attacks it and says, hey, you shouldn't be here, so I'm gonna go attack you.
1: Sure.
2: And it leaves immune complexes leading to depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, autism. They say one out of every four children will have autism by 2033 if we do not stop what's going on right now. And this is all what? dealing with our bodies and what we're toxins that are putting, we're putting in our bodies.
0: One out of...
2: Four children will have autism.
0: Wow, and the number right now is like one out of 100, right? No, 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 like
2: one out of 50 some or it's 45. Yeah, and I think the new statistics is yeah. one out of 45. Wow. So if we continue at the current trajectory, right. one out of every four children will have autism by 2033. Uh, if we, that's and That's crazy. All, so I'm also the Director of Education for Documenting Hope, which okay. is a national organization dedicated to heal chronic disease in children. Mm. So uh, we're doing a study right now, healing these children, and then the head of the study is a pediatric neurolog- neurologist at Harvard. Okay. So the way that they're healing these children is by putting them in a pure environment. SubhanAllah. <laughs> so, and that's all I've been doing for seven years, for nine years is by I have one hundred percent success by just putting yourself, giving your body exactly what it needs to heal, doing exactly what Allah says. Be grateful. Eat one third, one third, one third. Give
0: us, <laughs> give give us a. Of course, not not anybody's name, but give us um, give us a case, right? Somebody that is coming to your office. Uh, some of the symptoms that they've had and and the amount of time that it's taken. Because first of all, we already know that this is not this is not a overnight right?
2: No. (laughs) So we have, it's not an overnight thing. It's what happens is, for example, my first patient was a 31-year-old with nine autoimmune diseases. Myosinia gravis, psoriasis, lycus planus, Sjogren's, Hashimoto's. She had severe digestive complaints, irregular periods, severe pain, fibromyalgia, like the list goes on and on. She was on the highest dose of um, Imuron, uh, Mestinon, and they were going to change her to Imuron, and Imuron is, you know, that's like a really toxic, it's a really strong medication, you have to check your eyes and all that. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I need some, I need to get char- in char- back in charge of my own health. Mm-hmm. While doc as doctors were just taught that, you know what, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to live with this, the cards that you've been dealt with and just let the disease progress. <laughs> right. but, ta- but what holistic medicine does is looks at the reason why she's having those conditions. And that is we fixed her. Like, for example, I had her focus on her, tell say, 10 things that she's thankful for every morning,
1: mm-hmm.
2: focus on um, her social environment, making sure she's surrounded with people that are, love her, making sure she's sleeping appropriately, incorporating um, stru- um, meditation into her daily life, Eating, removing all of those, that junk from her body, which was basically, I have them remove gluten, grains, dairy, sugar, processed foods. Why? Because our gluten now is genetically, so genetically modified. It used to be 14 chromosomes, and now it's the 44-some chromosomes. So our body doesn't recognize it as food. A lot of people are dairy sensitive because of the fact that you know um, it should naturally separate, but it doesn't separate because of the pasteurization process, so we're, people can't just digest it properly. Right. So I have them remove all grains, all dairy, all sugar, all processed foods, mm-hmm. <laughs> Incorpor- put all the pure foods in, which are your vegetables, protein, healthy fats, and then um, I have them repopulate with prebiotics and probiotics, mm-hmm. which is sauerkraut and you can get probiotics. Repair the gut lining with bone broth. One cup of bone bone broth a day, all healing for the gut, right? And all of these foods actually will help to also balance your hormone levels, which that's another story, but, you know, right. um, it's all in one. Vegetables, protein, healthy fats, probiotics, resealing your gut with the bone broth, fish oil, and vitamin D. Bone broth. Bone broth. It gives your body the bioavailable minerals and nutrients that it needs to really heal the gut.
0: Where would one get bone broth?
2: You got to make it. But you can buy. I mean, you can buy it, but it's better is that, and more like the, cost effective. of the, well, or? I mean, if you're gonna buy the meat that you're buying, yeah. right? There's bones in there, right. so instead of tossing it, you stick it back in the crock pot and let it go somewhere. <laughs> okay. And now you got healing soup. Here you were gonna throw it away, so you got like double, mo- double for your money for the meat that you just bought. So you just stick it back in a crock pot and you just bo- and you boil it for even longer. And that heat is so healing. Then we have is to rebalance, and this is the rebalance part is everything that we just talked about, you know, gratitude and stress and sleep and, but there's another case that um, this diet, this diet, vegetables, protein, healthy fats, you know, pra- Allah, Prophet Muhammad Siddharth, says one-third, 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 right. right? One-third food, one-third air, one-third water. Mm-hmm. So we need, I always think that we're gonna only fill this one-third up we're gonna be, we better fill it with the most nutrient-dense foods that, that are gonna help heal our body, not hurt our body.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? And I mean, the quality of the food is really important because it helps to heal our gut. So got, when Allah talked about food, he talked about pure quali- quality, mm-hmm. right? And that helps heal our gut bacteria and keeps out everything healthy. And small quantity. The small quantity actually balances our insulin levels because all of these artificial foods actually inhibit our sense of satiation. So for example, when you go to a restaurant, they give you bread first. Why do they give you bread? To fill me up. No, why would they do that? Because they need to get money from you, right? So why are they gonna give you bread? It actually goes and inhibits a hormone called leptin, which then makes you, leptin is equal satiation. So if it inhibits leptin, that means that you no longer know when you're satiated. You continue to eat. So our wow. processed foods, all these impure foods, this, all these artificial things, food additives. The sugar food companies know this, the food companies know that the only way that they're gonna make money is for you to become addicted to their food. That's
0: diabolical.
2: That is so, and so therefore, this is why it's so subhanAllah, Allah says, stick to the pure foods of what I have given you. Mm-hmm. Again, in Surah Baqarah 172, Allah says, O oh Muslims, eat of which of the pure foods that I have provided you and be thankful. So, um, we eat less, we stick to the sunnah, plus on top of that, you know, Allah even has, Sahih Bukhari Hadith has said that if you are a believer eats with one stomach, a non-believer eats with seven. How many are, how many stomachs are we eating with now? Fourteen? And that's a severity, this is the severity that Allah has put this issue at. The, quali- the quantity that we're eating, either you're a believer or a non-believer.
0: <laughs> and you can prove it with your fork.
2: Yeah, and you have prove it with your fork, yeah. So, therefore. Eating less mm-hmm. um, will then also help you balance and stabilize your insulin levels, which uh, most of the kids, people now are pre-diabetic. Most of the kids are pre-diabetic yeah. and um, adults are pre-diabetic. And this is uh, something that doctors normally don't check and we, we'll, you because know, it's not really a medication we can give with it, but because it's mostly diet and exercise. So talking to your doctor about... Talking to a doctor about um, in adding, like, you know, fasting insulin, a hemoglobin A1C, your fasting blood sugar level.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We'll really check to see if you're um, pre-diabetic or not.
0: All right. As-salamu alaykum, Radio mm-hmm. Sound family. We are joined in studio by Dr. Medea Said. And she is a uh, integrative holistic family physician and health coach. Uh, you need to go to her site. I'm just gonna throw the site out there now. It is um, it is uh, holisticmommd.com. And you can get the free book just by signing up. Uh, and this conversation we're having now is actually carrying over from our on-air conversation. We actually ran out of time, but this was this information was it was just too vital for us to, to let it go. So we need to keep going. Um,
2: it's too much fun now.
0: Yes, yes. And to be quite honest, I'm, I'm I was actually tired. I was tired before this conversation started. Though. I mean, you, just, you just, just like brought a bunch of energy in here. So um, yes. So um, so you said you teach doctors.
2: I teach doctors.
0: And they are not aware, obviously, of.
2: Because What they're not aware of. of. What they're not aware of, exactly. Yeah. Doctors are not taught that nutrition is vital for or can actually play a role in your chronic illnesses. We know, like, some, like diabetes, yes, hypertension, if you lose weight, you can get off of some of that. But most of, like, other chronic conditions were taught that. Um, there's really nothing that we can really do about it besides for taking these medications right. and which is a great option also to help lower some of the, some of the inflammation mm-hmm. but the underlining root cause is if, if that's not addressed then your chronic conditions just keep on going haywire like they just keep on growing and getting worse and getting worse this is why somebody with arthritis you never see them stay on steer, uh, stay on Motrin forever
1: right.
2: it progresses then to you know steroid shots it progresses to knee replacements, then, then it starts to affect your next joint. Mm-hmm. So it, the, 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 it continues to progress. And this is where, alhamdulillah, 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 over the last nine years, all of these chronic conditions, lupus, I had lupus, you know, Hashimoto's, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, no matter what you're dealing with, can, you can actually help heal and prevent chronic illness just by your lifestyle.
0: Take me back for a moment. I've So I'm familiar with, with lupus, I'm not for me with Hashimoto's. That's, hi-
2: that's a that's a hyp. Any, anybody with thyroid issues, hypothyroidism. Oh, really? Nine out of ten of the hypothyroid patients that you see yeah. are Hashimoto's, but the problem is that um, because we don't really need to know how to deal with the autoimmunity and we just know how to deal with the number, we don't really look into the fact if it's Hashimoto's or not, mm-hmm. because you can get uh, you can by just doing a blood test, you can find that um, A your autoimmune antibodies are a lot higher than um, like the normal. Right. That means that your antibodies are attacking the thyroid. So you can actually see, and this is what so subhanAllah, you can start seeing these autoimmune antibodies years before they actually starts to kill your thyroid.
0: Really? Yes. Okay, so. So
2: this is, a, there's a huge world of preventative health out there.
0: But you, so you have, a obviously you've already stated, you have a holistic approach, right? You, you, you incorporate all the, the facets mm-hmm. that contribute to or take away from health. Yes. Um, but you also treat it with conventional medicine.
2: Absolutely. But so you do this as goal, adjunct, adjunct. So mm-hmm. you, it's an adjunct to your conventional care.
0: But, but is the goal to even with the uh, even with treating whatever the, the condition is with conventional medicine is the goal for the person to wean themselves off or not to need the medicine?
2: 100% of my patients have yes.
0: So you're you're an enemy to the system.
2: No, I. I, I <laughs> oh, so my husband's who is a family physician. <laughs> my husband is a family physician. Um, we live in Naperville, Illinois. So yeah. he has to see one hundred and ten patients in our in our week, for for our paycheck not to go half. Wow. So. If he, he actually jokes with me, he goes, if you don't put them into a pill, then how are they going to keep on coming back to you? If you just teach them how to catch the fish, right. instead of giving them the fish, how are they going to keep on coming back to you?
1: Yeah.
2: But alhamdulillah, 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 um, this is where we just have to look back to what Allah has told us. And what the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wa told us. This body has a right over us.
1: Right.
2: Right? And Allah says that he has not, he has not made any disease without a cure besides for aging. And so, obviously, in conventional medicine, there's not cures for everything. So why are we why are we just stopping there? There's a world beyond that, that is can adjunct your conventional care that can then help the healing. You know, so it's not just one or the other. It's a it's a it's a marriage between the two that will really help to help to optimize your health. And mostly, for example, for example. Um, uh-huh. You know, just by being, you know, anybody with eczema.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Right? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, eczema is a very widespread problem. Mm -hmm. We think that we know that it's an inflammatory condition. We can go ahead and treat treat it with steroids all we want, which is good to really get somebody relief. Right. But as soon as you stop the steroids most of the time, it usually comes back most of the time because nobody really dealt with the underlying root cause. So yes, you can give you can use the steroids for some relief initially. But it will continue to occur or even continue to spread unless we turn the faucet off. So you can continue to mop up the floor all you want if the faucet's running. Mm-hmm. But how many doctors are mopping up the floor? But as a holistic physician, I turn I actually turn the faucet off. <laughs> so, so then, the, so then the water doesn't continue to flow, and that you can do through lifestyle. So oh. just by, the, for example, eczema, right. is actually hundred percent related to your gut. So just like what we talked about um, earlier, mm-hmm. is that when your gut is inflamed, it leads to immune complexes that lead all go all over the body. If
1: asthma,
2: asthma too. So if your if your gut is inflamed. Mm-hmm. And this is why Allah so subhanallah Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam says your gut is diseased your body is diseased. Like Allah they gave us the answers then and now only conventional medicine is like putting it together. Subhanallah. Right? And that's where my study my book is full of all that studies, but now is when you put the when you put it together with Allah said it's like mind blowing. You can't ignore it. So subhanallah so that's actually gut related. So all this inflammation that's going on in the gut, if, if it goes everywhere, if it goes to your joints, if this inflammatory complexes go to your joint, it causes arthritis. If it goes to your hip, it can cause arthritis. If it goes to your skin, it can cause psoriasis, eczema, acne. If it goes to your brain, it can cause anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, but bipolar. But this is all reversible. Yes. So right now, we are working on a totally different avenue of what Islam has taught us. <laughs> you know, and this is why we have to get back. And this is what's so scary, yeah. is that Surah Baqarah, ayah number one sixty-eight, mm-hmm. right? Allah says, "O mankind, eat of which there is halal and tayyib, and do not follow footsteps of Shaytan." Right. Even at that time, Allah noticed that the the why did Allah say, "Eat, eat," and why did He put the connection between what we eat and our brains and our decisions? Why? Because even at that, Allah knows that there's a direct connection between our gut and our brain. through the vagus nerve called the gut-brain connection. So this is why we talked about depression, anxiety, all of these things are directly related to our gut health and what we eat. Before this, Allah talks about a group of people who are standing next to the hellfire, who are standing next to the hellfire, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: with multiple hasarat, multiple regrets, of following the social norm blindly. The next ayah, Allah says, how are we going to prevent that from happening? We're going to prevent that from happening by fasting, no, he didn't say that. By praying more, no. He said, eating a wish that is halal and tayyib. That's how you're going to prevent those group of people who are standing next to the hellfire with multiple regrets of following the social norm blindly. The next ayah, Allah says, eat a wish that is halal and tayyib and do not follow footsteps of shaitan. The next ayah, again after that, Allah talks about, um, he, only d- he only tells us what is good, what is bad for us. The next ayah is, if you tell them, what to do what Allah has revealed. They're gonna say, and we're gonna keep on doing what our forefathers have done.
1: Right.
2: The ne- even though we know more than they do now. Right. The next ayah again is these people are deaf, dumb, and blind, following herd mentality. They will not understand. The next ayah again in 172, Allah says, O Muslims now, Ya ayyuhaladina amanu. Eat of which that is tayyib." So the beginning Allah used halal and tayyib to show that whatever you should eat should be, whatever is tayyib should be halal and whatever is halal should be tayyib. That's technically not the case now because because uh, uh, most of the halal food that's out there has are, is full of artificial ingredients. So therefore the, then Allah again mm. states again, eat of which that is tayyib, of what I have provided you. Right. <laughs> Not what's the, that somebody else has provided so you. talking
0: about what's the grass-fed and free-range. Yes, and the
2: real stuff. Getting back to the thing, but what are we doing with our? So, but what are we doing in our masjids now? We are filling our bodies with impurities. We are opening our fasts with chemicals, with things that are colored. We are eating biryanis that are full of coloring. We are giving kids. <laughs> my kids go to, you know, a Saturday school with five hundred kids. Right, and five hundred kids just this last Saturday. There even though they, they know better because they're like, "Mama, this is not tayyib." Just like we're teaching our kids to look for gelatin, Correct. we should be teaching them to look for artificial foods because technically that's not part of our religion. Mm-hmm. I've talked to lots of sheikhs. I was on the Dean Show yesterday, so alhamdulillah. Like, oh, I'm on. slowly trying to move move this up around, but yeah. we really gotta um, start because the fa- sorry because of the fact that we are not listening to what Allah has told us we are putting our future in danger
0: all right let me let me ask i'm yes because we are almost you know very soon we will be uh, into the blessed month of ramadan absolutely and do you have any particular advice because this is a month of, of healing and purification yes um, i love it do you, <laughs> do you have any do you have any advice for for people uh, as they are looking to purify themselves um, any anything that you can that you can suggest.
2: Yes, and that is, we need to remember that this body is a gift from Allah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Our children's health is a gift from Allah. He- same with health. Right. You know, so our body actually, you know, there's these. our body has a right over us. Mm-hmm. When our body has a right over us, um, we need to take care of it the best we know how, and the best what Allah has told us. Our, our religion is so beautiful. It's hol- it's, Allah tells us how to live, how to breathe, how to, you know, go to the bathroom. Like, what religion tells you how to go to the bathroom? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's, our religion is so subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. But why are we ignoring how Allah, like, we are focusing on everything else. We are teaching the du'as and everything. But we're not really focusing on how we should eat. Right. Right? And then, uh, there's a high precedence in that. And it's affecting our children's health. It's affecting our health. And we've got so focusly
0: of, ob- of obesity.
2: Of obesity, it's uh, getting worse. Any time,
0: I think, in the history of, no, of humanity,
2: absolutely, it's and us and most Muslims are getting sicker. Everybody, chronic disease is on a rise. Mm-hmm. You know, everywhere, one out of every second child has a chronic illness now. One out of every two children has a chronic illness, and we think that's the new normal. So we need to now shift back, mm-hmm. reflect on what Allah has really told us, especially when it comes to what we do, because this this month is really about stopping, thinking, you know, it's Allah telling us, oh, hey, don't eat right now, <laughs> eat now. Right. And not just stuff our face, because we really need to, when we open our fasts, focus on exactly how Allah has told us to eat, and that is to eat pure quality and small quantity. We sort of, you know, there's been, you know, the science is all out there about the importance of intermittent fasting. Sure,
1: yeah.
2: Right? I have, um, you know, this, everybody's talking about it. Like, even non, everybody's doing intermittent fasting. Right? The science is so mind-blowing. But the problem is that Muslims, who, alhamdulillah, have it prescribed to us, we are doing it all wrong. Because how are we eating? (laughs) We are, as soon as we open our fasts, we are binging on all those toxic foods. We are binging on all those... Um, artificial colors and you know art, impure foods. And then on top of that, we are excessively eating, which is completely so, against. So we need to eat less mm-hmm. of, and of the pure foods, vegetables, protein, healthy fats,
1: mm-hmm.
2: eat only one like third, one and third. stuff
1: like that. Exactly,
2: um, okay. yeah, yeah. Like your tons of vegetables. Right. Like Prophet Muhammad loves squashes and all like cucumbers squash. and all of these delicious vegetables. Mm-hmm. We need to give this to our kids. We need to give that to ourselves. Uh, healthy protein is a small amount of protein, some sort of like um, either you eggs or fish or sa- you know, salmon or wild cod or some grass-fed beef or whatever that is. Right. And then um, some healthy fats because the fe- healthy fats is what keeps us satiated the right way. So like uh, almonds and avocados and olive oils and olives, right? These are all prophetic. Um, removing all the toxic foods from our bodies, for example, like all these artificial things, especially sugar. Again, sugar is addictive like can, can any we, other. Can we
0: pause on sugar? Because <laughs> um, I've tried to. That that is that is my Achilles addictive.
2: Field. It's addictive.
0: Yeah, and I've, uh, I've I've been successful for a, a few. Like maybe I make it a couple of days, mm-hmm. and then it comes back and it attacks me. Uh, how do you how do you shake? How do you shake that sugar? Because, I I mean, you know, I I do what everybody else does, and they go to WebMD and they start diagnosing things.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no.
0: no. (laughs) uh, What's it, uh, a candida or something?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah.
0: So So, how do do you shake the sugar? Is it just will?
2: No. You have to change. It's not that you stop the sugar sugar, but you can replace it with, I mean, Prophet Muhammad said there's so many benefits of honey. Yeah. so the places that where you would eat sugar like for example what's what's your favorite thing that you like sugar I can find you a replacement of it
0: uh, chocolate coo- and chocolate chip cookies
2: yeah <laughs> when I was at the Islamic Center of Naperville yeah. right I brought in I actually wherever I go I usually bake today was a little crazy day
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I baked brownies and chocolate chip cookies right before I came here i baked chocolate chip cookies Yeah. but the thing is I used honey instead hmm. of those chocolates so for example my cookies my cookies are almond flour, eggs, nut butter, honey, that is almond it. Almond flour. Almond flour. Why? Because of the fact that it's less processed. You, eat, you can eat an entire box of cookies, but you can't eat an entire box of almonds. It's very difficult. You can. Some people can. <laughs> but most people can eat the entire box of cookies. Right. So if we are able to um, focus on the really pure foods, you eat less. You, sati- you get satiated faster, but you still don't feel deprived. And on top of that, if you, just, so you don't have to take cookies out of your diet. You just have to find healthier replacements. So I cook with, you know, I have four boys. So they want their cookies and their, you know, things. But that's only after they eat their vegetable, protein, and healthy fats. Then they can have a little bit, they can have one or two cookies. And because it's made out of all really nourishing ingredients, it helps satiate you. Mm. But what's really cool is I can make, that day when I went, I there was probably two hundred fifty people at the Islamic Center in Naperville, and I baked all of like two hundred cupcakes for ten dollars. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and that is what we think. This is another 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 misconception that we have, especially with the 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 Muslim com- well all communities, right? If you eat healthier, it's more expensive. But actually, when you eat. Um when you spend less on food quality, you actually spend end up spending more on food quantity. Why? because all those foods remember just like with the bread incidents with the, with the at the restaurant yeah. you eat more of it. You don't stop at one box of cereal you <laughs> go to the next one you know you just you have this you really have to stop yourself to not finish the entire thing yeah. while. Um, so, but when you spend more on when you spend more on food quality, you actually spend less on food quantity. Now, which one is prophetic? Wow! So it is a it's mind. Funny. We think wow. we think that it's because of with This is too expensive. Not everybody can do it. You're feeding more people at the masjids. You know it's too expensive. But actually, if you give them bread and rice and things that are just full empty, there's no nutrient. Your body continues to crave and keep on eating more because it's trying to look for one. It inhibits your leptin, so you keep on eating. You don't know when you're full. So two, your body is constantly still looking for food, the nourishment. If it's not getting the nutrients, it continues to eat.
0: So should we? Well, okay, two questions. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna stay on the on, the, on uh, Ramadan. Yes. Uh, Sahur. Yes. What would be? Uh, what would be? What would you recommend as a as for, for that meal?
2: So what I would recommend for that meal, again, just go down the list, vegetables, protein, healthy fats, Okay. right? Lots of water guess <laughs> then we're not drinking the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and really then, like for example, I for me, I have to cook for the rest of my family also when they wake up and I live with my in-laws. So, you know, there's a lot of people in there. There's eight people in my house.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And for me, a smoothie is the easiest, right? Smoothie is the easiest, (laughs) when you wake up at three in the morning, it's hard. So that's why smoothie is so easy. And let me give you guys a recipe that's also in my ebook. Remember text to 44222, healing eats, all one word. But almond milk, ice, almond butter, cocoa butter, cocoa, right cocoa, so chocolate, and that's it, and then I put two dates in there, a little bit of stevia to make, if I need a little bit more stew that's stevia. It. That's it, and then I'll put greens in there. I'll take frozen greens, yeah. and I'll throw it in there, and it literally tastes, it's so delicious, it tastes like, like an ice cream deliciousness.
0: That's, that's <laughs> like the um, the Wendy's Frosty.
2: That's exactly what I was going to say, but I didn't want to say it on <laughs> Yes, it it's exactly <laughs> tastes like a Frosty. Like my husband even, like he's like, hey, boy, you want me to make that really healthy smoothie? And yeah. that's delicious. Yeah. And it, because it's full I've with had... all of that, mm. now you have your healthy fats, you have your um, vegetables, you have your protein from the nuts and the nut butter and all that. Mm. You are satiated we go with back something simple almond milk ice, ice.
0: Uh, um, almond butter almond or nut butter, butter. you can put peanut
2: butter, butter whatever you a nut butter
0: okay and then you said cocoa cocoa just straight,
2: straight Cocoa powder, powder. like cocoa you can powder. baking like yeah. now no sugar added like you can get cocoa powder
0: okay and then, and then frozen I put put frozen
2: it. greens you can't see, you can't see the frozen greens because it's all chocolate right? And it just whips it up. And if you, you and put two stevia, dates. Maybe. I love and a little me. bit of stevia. I two dates because then when he goes through your straw, it's like you're eating this little, like, you know, um, delicious brownie type thing. Oh, it's so delicious. But the thing is all <laughs> prophetic. Subhanallah. So it's so delicious. Can tell I'm tell him a little bit passionate about this. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little. Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. So this is why. Uh, you know why? Because of the fact that I live this lifestyle. My family lives this lifestyle. Yeah. My now in-laws live this lifestyle. You know? My husband now lives this lifestyle, so alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So when I walk the walk, when I talk the talk, I walk the walk, and then okay. I'm able to then talk to my patients about it.
0: Talk, talk to us a bit about metabolism and the effects of food on, because um, I mean I remember in my my younger years uh, I could eat anything and I never gained weight. Matter of fact, I don't think I gained any weight until I passed the age of 20, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, just each year. It, you know, but the metabolism so the body becomes more. Well, I don't. know if They're lying. They're saying more efficient. But um, how th- does does the food we eat? Can it turn that metabolism so it, it starts to pick back up?
2: So. So food when we eat food,
1: mm-hmm.
2: our the reason we eat food is for energy, right? Right, and the only way that the cells can absorb that energy slash glucose right when it turns to sugar in our body Um, the cells the only way that it can take the um, the glucose Mm -hmm. is by your pancreas releasing something called insulin yes insulin goes knocks on the cell wall lets the glucose in and then is everybody's happy and healthy right Mm -hmm. but what happens when we are constantly eating impure foods that are raising our blood sugar level a lot higher uh, and over time, especially with stress, chronic stress, as we get older, there's more stresses in our lives. Yeah. Uh, so the chronic stress raises your blood sugar level. We have uh, the foods that we're eating raises our blood sugar level. Over time, because the insulin levels are always elevated, because the sugar is always there, or if we're grazing, whatever it is, the sugar level is always there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The insulin's always there. Our body stops listening to the insulin. So I don't need to listen to you no more. And then your pancreas is like, hey, hey, but then you get fatigued. Why? Because of the fact that the insulin, isn't, your body's cells are not listening to the insulin and it's not taking the glucose. The glucose is all there, but the body's not listening to the glucose. So when it's not listening to the glucose, when not listening to the cells like the insulin, mm-hmm. your pancreas is pushing more and more and more insulin out until it poops itself and then it's, um, you're diabetic. So this, st- before this, this is a state called insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is common in our cultures it's symptoms of fatigue irritability weight gain around the midsection um sugar crashes carb cravings <laughs> so all of the acne irregular periods so i mean you can start seeing it really young where even the darkness the acne even okay. the darkness on the back of the neck you the darkness the darkness in the armpits in our creases all that's called acanthosis nigricans all of these are due to insulin resistance what and that is called prediabetes. and this is why because now your insulin levels at a totally because insulin is the fat storage hormone Mm mmm right if it's a fat storage hormone then what happens is that you stop to
0: (laughs) I'm taking a picture of my neck watch my father was was diabetic my mother's diabetic my yeah, and so there, the we think
2: that it's genetics, but genetics load the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. Yeah. And so this is where all of these symptoms are due to prediabetes. And because it's you're, you're now at a new level of insulin, and the higher level of insulin, may, we don't lose weight as fast. Because it's a fat storage hormone, right? And this is what's so subhanAllah, this is why our religion is so beautiful, alhamdulillah, is because fasting offsets all what we are if we do fasting appropriately because you don't the binge only,
0: at the end of your,
2: absolutely yeah, we don't yeah. binge I've on carbs people,
0: and, it's, and it's like a mark of shame when you see a person that has gained weight during the Ramadan yeah right? no it is and it's, it's terrible like, they go, eh,
2: yeah you know? no it's really sad and this is where we really need to then focus on um, focus on those small meals because what happens with fasting is that the only way that you're gonna break those levels of high insulin is with periods of low insulin. And that occurs during fasting. But then, if you're gonna binge all that and then you're gonna eat all night long, right. Right. <laughs> people sleep during the day and wake up during the night, <laughs> and eat all, that, it, it, you're defeating the purpose.
0: You just subverted
2: yourself. You just subverted. And this is why Muslim, we Allah, if the pure form of the religion of what Allah has really taught us, is amazing it's beautiful it will heal and prevent chronic illness but because of the fact that we are now opening our fasts with artificial foods those artificial foods are raising our blood sugar level like for example cornflakes and all these things are raising our blood sugar level higher than sugar does wow two one slice of bread raises your blood sugar level higher than a snickers bar
0: okay so we don't need bread
2: because the fact that technically if you eat protein if you eat vegetables protein healthy fats yeah i don't my alhamdulillah, lot one of my kids has eczema and then so it's all gone now i found dairy was that main uh, source but the thing is i keep him on this diet he no longer has it but i keep him on this diet why because i realize that when i give my kids bread or rice or pastas or anything else they don't eat their vegetable protein and healthy fats and those are the most nutrient-dense foods for you Rest here, we're just raising your insulin level with no nutrient deficient, with no but it's, nutrients. But it's
0: gotta be organic though, right? For what? Like the, the, the uh, vegetables and fruits.
2: You gotta do where you can, right? I, I would like ra- you I gotta like do it. where you can because stress yeah. also causes 80% of the complaints that come to primary care physician. Sure. So if you're stressing out about getting organic, if you go to the, you can buy all these things at Walmart and Myers and uh, Jewel and what, all of these stores, right. um, do what you can. But eat more vegetables, because we actually save money on this diet. Why? Because the fact that you're, technically we're supposed to eat less. <laughs> and that is why, subhanAllah, 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 you just focus on your vegetable, protein, healthy fats. I have seen people heal. The, actually, the first patient that we talked about with the myasthenia, gravis, psoriasis, lycus, planus, Sjogrens, all that, she actually was worked at the family dollar store, and she um, worked at the gas station. So she didn't have a lot of money. So we didn't do organic for her. We just took away those foods that are so impure,
1: right.
2: that they're impure. I mean, wheat specifically has been so genetically modified. Uh, the person by the name of Norman Borlaug genetically modified wheat because we eat wheat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. But according to Hamza Yusuf, I was listening to one of his talks, he says that you know, there's no nowhere anywhere d- written that Prophet Muhammad ate wheat. Mm. And he ate barley, but barley, is not the I mean because we are eating all the artificial wheat we are now even sensitive to the gluten molecule in barley so that's where but the thing is the barley I lower that glycemic load is only like a little bit while in the wheat itself raises your blood sugar level to like 77 a Snickers bar is like 51 barley is like 20 Subhanallah so Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ate less he ate, he did a lot of fasting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mondays and Thursdays, like we're told to do, on top of that, eat, eat pure. And all of that kept everything, it keeps your body balanced, your hormones balanced, your gut happy, all of that fun stuff. Right. So if you really want to learn how to take care of your body, to get back in charge of your own health, mm-hmm. to get back in charge of your own family's health, it's not as easy as taking a pill, right? But it is. it is more rewarding than taking a pill.
1: Right, term, because it's definitely. long term. Right.
2: I mean, Alhamdulillah. One of my at Masikna, she tells about everybody about it. But Masikna, that was a speaker um, on the main stage this mass last in December, and she she had a condition called pityriasis rubia polaris, and um, <clears throat> she's a one of a very known speaker, and she's. She's talking about how she was just diagnosed with this condition. Basically, it's like the worst eczema that you've ever seen. Head to toe is burning all red and scaly and falling off. It was literally, if I showed you a picture, you'd be running across the room. It's so that scary Mm. because the disease is so debilitating. She was on Humira, methotrexate, and steroids with very limited relief. Right? The doctor wanted to put her on another medication. She's like, if these are not working, how how is another one gonna help?
1: Right.
2: And so, um, so I literally was sitting in the audience, and I'm like, yeah, Allah I would love to help her, cause she's talking about her body helping, and she's helping all these other people. I would love to help her. Allah, you know, Allah opens these doors when he has, a, when he uses you for a purpose. He opens these doors. She was at the last day. She was not sitting next to me. She was literally almost like the other per, another person. There's only one person in between us while we were praying. Hmm. And I t- immediately like, oh my gosh, she's probably like, who's this crazy woman, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally want to Allah I would meet you. And she's like, oh, oh, okay, you know? And she was like a little step back. But I'm like, no, I wrote this book and about chronic inflammation and I really think I can help you and, you know? And she's like, okay, there's no harm in trying. There's no side effects for what I'm doing. And I never told her to get off of her medications. So there's no side effects from what a lifestyle. <laughs> there's no side effects from telling you to eat more vegetables, protein and healthy fats. Right. Period. So in one in one month, alhamdulillah, like just the week that we did her her, her pain was gone. Her burning was gone in one week. Wow. And in 4 months now, she is 100% cured without medication. And she's been posting it everywhere. I mean, really? right now, she, she was yesterday, I was she was at the Capitol, and she's, like, everywhere. And subhanAllah, and that's what, that is what the real power, yes, I lost a patient because now she's <laughs> just like. <laughs> but, the pro, but the thing is, subhanAllah, 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 I te- all you do is you teach the body to take care of yourself.
0: Well, with success stories like that, I mean, I don't think you're going to run out of patients.
2: <laughs> well, so the, the. <laughs> Uh, my goal in life right now is not to, just to sh- spread the message of hope. Yeah. That our deen is so beautiful mm-hmm. that just by getting back to the basics of our deen, eating pure foods, living a pure lifestyle, give, eating, uh, eating and living the way that Allah intended us to live, mm-hmm. and being thankful, just by that, we can heal and prevent chronic illness in all ages.
0: Alhamdulillah. Mm. Um... Do you have a final thought that you want to leave with the uh, Radio Islam family?
2: Final thought. Now you're really putting me on the spot. Um, Immediately when we wake up in the morning, say ten things that we're thankful for. Because Allah has sworn to it that no matter what we're dealing with, no matter what ailment, what we're dealing with in our families, Allah promises he's going to increase us. I mean, imagine where we are, where you guys are right now, where, where the Muslim Ummah is right now. I mean, I think we are doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine what we'd be able to accomplish when we are all feeling our best? Think about we have all, we're all, I mean, I'm a doctor, you're accomplished, we're all accomplished human beings despite being not feeling so well. Mm-hmm. Think about what we can accomplish when we are feeling 100%. The mind, the, 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 we can literally heal the world and give peace and love back to the world. Mm. It's like it gives me goosebumps to think about how much we can accomplish when we are feeling our very best. How much our youth can accomplish when they are feeling, when they're not depressed, when they're not upset. If we can feel 100% just by our lifestyle, think about all the things we can accomplish.
0: Feel, feel good, do good.
2: Feel good, do good. Because no, without... Mm-hmm. Without optimal physical health, there's no possible way you can optimize spiritual health.
0: Mm. Dr. Saeed, thank you.
2: <laughs> My pleasure.
0: Thank you very much. This has been, I want to be able to look back on this and feel like this was a transformative moment.
2: Inshallah. And yes. Ramadan's coming.
0: Yes, very inspirational. Inshallah. Thank you very much. Radio Sound family, I uh, hope you've enjoyed uh, the conversation. Go to Holistic Mom MD dot com for more information sign up get that free ebook all right uh we're gonna close out uh this is a special section um the producer for the segment is um, ibrahim bay the impressive one assistant producer uh engineer i'm your host tariq Alameen executive executive producer is Abdul malik and we remind you that the views expressed are those of the guests and hosts and not to be taken as a representation of sound vision all right family assalamualaikum